2: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Smashbox TV's podcast, Forty Nines After Show! Nailed it. Yeah. All right. We're here in the After Show. This one's, of course, we had a very long regular show. That just wrapped up. Uh we had three incredible guests. And now we've got three more. No. <laughs> <laughs> and now and now Parker Welk is gonna join in. He, he's out on the board. He's he wants to give us the exclusive as to where Parker Welk is going. Do you know, Johnny? I do not. I have not heard where Parker Parker. Goes. Parker? I mean if if you want to come on and headline the after show with an exclusive release, I, I'm just saying the invite is there. And if you don't, let's talk this weekend. And uh yeah. Let's talk this weekend. Let, let's get it. Let's get one out there. Welcome in everyone. Holy cow! What are we on? Uh, January sixteenth. Still, yeah. Still before the midnight hour, uh, <laughs> and uh, obviously, all the conversation this last week focused around so many of the signings, re-signings, uh, new signings, whatever the case may be, and then a couple of people, as described on our board a moment ago, Lisa Fakis. One of our competitors who had announced earlier that she's no longer with Lone Star, and then uh, saying that she'd be throwing an open bag this year. Sponsored by OTB East. Yeah. So, congratulations uh, to Lisa. Very cool to see. Also, we talked about it in the regular show, but just to quickly tack on Alden Harris kind of overshadowed a little bit today in the sense of all the other madness that was going on, but Alden Harris also signing an agreement with. Uh, one Disc Mania. So, congratulations to Alden Harris. I believe his was a two-year deal. Uh, I believe... Does that sound right? Yeah, that, yeah two-year deal. Uh, his was two-year. Um, seeing a three-year deal for one Gannon Burr, and then a five-year deal that went along with Eagle McMahon. All those announced
0: earlier. Uh, Stacy Ronsley extended her sponsorship with Castoplast. Excellent. Okay. And we saw... Macy Vela Diaz pick mm. up a bag sponsor. Yes. So she is currently without a disc sponsor because of, I think we talked about it a few weeks ago. Yeah,
2: yeah, so. and um, so we'll see how that shakes out. Obviously, Macy Vela Diaz, uh making an announcement pregnant, and uh, we'll be playing less
0: events yeah. this upcoming year. Yeah, she's sponsored by well. Grip EQ as her bag sponsor.
2: Okay. Uh, I know Grip, for instance, has been uh, very diligent in making uh, quite a few posts uh, with re- reference to who's on their various grip uh, EQ teams. I've been seeing those pop up on Facebook quite a bit. So uh, I love, and I, I will say this: Do you think grip- I love that they roll them out? Yeah, me too. I, it's not just you know. I feel like then sometimes people have a higher tendency of getting overshadowed or overlooked because you see forty people all announcing their sponsorship. Uh, to either they just signed or retained with, with grip in this case. But instead, I feel like I'm seeing two or three or three or four maybe announced one day, or maybe it's five or ten. And then the next day, it's it's an entirely different set of people that are announcing it. So they're staggering them out. And for that reason, uh, I think it makes it a little bit more impactful, at least within my Facebook algorithms and my uh, Instagram algorithms.
0: Yeah, I was they just wondering if... It may be different for you. You know, if you can... Cut two little holes in the bottom of your grip bag. Drop your baby right in there. And you got your little baby Bjorn going on. Sounds like a no brainer. I, I mean, I think <laughs> I, th- I think it just works. Yes. <laughs>
2: Good call. Uh, <laughs> uh, Kids don't try that at home. I'm going to read off the board. If you're new here, which I, I know some of you are, you might be wondering what the hell are these guys rambling about? Here's the deal. Anything we want. In the regular show, we usually go over some news and things going on within disc golf. Then we usually have anywhere from one to three guests, sometimes no guests. We talk about kind of the nuts and bolts of everything that's going on in disc golf. Then we take a quick break and we go into what we then call an after show. An after show means, well, anything's game. Oftentimes, it will involve quite a bit of continued disc golf conversation, but sometimes it goes completely off the rails into... 100% unrelated things that have nothing to do with disc golf. And often we are reacting to and engaging with people that are out on our YouTube chat board. That is the most common place. So if you've got a question or there's something you'd like to say or point out, sometimes you may say something. I may just take it and reword it and, and pass it off as a unique thought of my own. But uh, go ahead and join in on the chat if you want. And also in the After Show, we pull our weekly giveaway where if you're a Patreon supporter of ours, that requires just $1 a month to to be part of that action. Patreon.com slash
0: SmashboxTV.
2: A minimum of $1 uh, a month gets you eligible to win uh, as part of our giveaway that happens every single week where we pull from our Patreon pool along with a few people that go out and uh, sign up on the web as well.
0: All right. Just uh, wanted to get that out there. There were some PDGA events this particular weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, as you talked about, the the Savannah Open happened this particular weekend. Uh, Did we see anyone win that? Nope. Nobody won. It was a lot of ties. Oh, there was a tie for first. There was a tie for first. You're right, Terry. And then what happened? Um, Isaac Robinson wins that.
2: Oh. Good
0: job yeah. Isaac, yeah. Um, I'm just gonna pull up the. There it is, Savannah Open. That's the Am. Whoops, Bam. <laughs> Savannah there. Am.
2: Is that is that a missed opportunity for Savannah-ma? them to call no. it the Savannah Am? Savannah Am. No, it's Savannah-ma?
0: not. It's not. Uh, Isaac Robinson wins this. Oh, there uh, wasn't a. I no, thought there was a playoff. No, there wasn't. Just kidding. Uh, Isaac Robinson w- wins over Ezra Robinson. Uh, third place, Grady Shu. Fourth place, Cameron Messerschmidt. Fifth place, Jacob Chesser. And we'll go over down to FPO in what I would argue is an upset. Leah Sinigini wins this. She shot a 930 and a 948. So above her rating by mm-hmm. 15 to 30 points, beating out Amber Jones, Eliezra Middling, Nina Guerrero, and then Paige Shu. So um, there's a lot of talk right now about uh, Eliezra's future. She hasn't talked about a disc manufacturer as a primary sponsor yet. So I think she is really one of the people that people are waiting on. I don't even know if she's going to, but people are waiting on her to do it. But Leah Sin and Jenny coming in with the win, winning $426 this weekend. So, Yeah,
2: yeah certainly. Congrats to Leah. And I, I don't think it's insulting or uh or out of line to say to call it like you said an upset there. Yeah, I mean Paige uh, Shu
0: is a 950 rated player. She beat also her by returning champ. Yep, and she beat her by 11 strokes and then like I said Ellie Eliezra, who crushes discs you know, she got beat by 4 strokes. So, yeah. So, very much congrats. And of course we'll talk about it cuz uh, the it, it's the geez. MP40 division. <laughs> Brian Schweberger Wins over Michael Johansson by six strokes. Congratulations, Schwebby, on getting win number, I think it's 392 technically. It says 391 career wins on the PDGA, but I don't know if that one's counted yet. It should be. Is it? Well, Uh, uh, yeah. I thought he had said 392, but maybe I'm wrong here. Mm, PDGA says 391. Either way, Schwebby's got another win. He's he's ahead of us. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. I think he's going to beat us to his big round number. All uh, right. Anything else in terms of uh, PDG events out
2: there that jumped out at you that you saw that was being uh, the one of the bigger ones? And then also, uh, that's where I remembered there being a playoff, There, play- there was a
0: playoff at the Estero Open 9, presented by Friction Gloves, supported by Innova. There wasn't a playoff there, either. I mean, <laughs> uh.
2: Here's an interesting turn of events. Let me let me. Well, I'll I'll break this down. You would, okay? Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I'll just break this down quickly. Uh, uh, only because I can. Uh, I'm going to paraphrase from what I remember seeing on Facebook a couple days yesterday or the day before. I saw Charlie Goodpasture had an opening, a solid opening round. Uh, I think he was in the lead after the opening day and uh, shooting very well. Made a post saying he's you know hoping to get this A tier. Uh, win under his belt, it would, uh, it would be his first as a pro A tier, uh, which is honestly quite surprising to me knowing Mm -hmm. how long Charlie's been around and how good of a player he is down in Florida. And, Then on uh, either Sunday night or Monday, he made a post saying, Hey, it kind of came down to the last hole. Me and Zach Arlinghouse, good battle. He put on the pressure. You know, he had caught me and, you know, it was this great battle. uh, And I came out victorious, uh, super happy. You know, thanks to everyone. All very, very normal uh, stuff. Congratulations to Charlie Goodpasture. Today, well, just before driving here to the podcast, I see that Charlie Goodpasture on his Facebook in my feed says something to the effect of it sounds as if I played a hole incorrectly during the tournament. This has been brought to my attention along with a number of other players that had misplayed a hole during the tournament. And long story short, congratulations Zach Arlinghouse is, in fact, the champion of the tournament.
0: Which is funny because I saw on social media yesterday, I believe, someone say Zach Arlinghouse got, and this is somebody else's words, Zach Arlinghouse got robbed on a Mando call. Mm. Got robbed of a win on a Mando call. And I was like, oh. And at first I thought, like, maybe with the way the PDGA rules have been adjusting and changing, my first thought from seeing that was, oh, Zach must have missed Amando. Somebody, you know, they played it wrong and then, you know, whatever. And I, because I had seen Zach took second. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, all right, whatever. I didn't think, I didn't think much more of it other than I saw Charlie win.
2: Yeah. Well, I, I, now that I've pulled it back up, uh, again, looking at his Facebook, uh, I wanted to. Uh, I'll scroll to the bottom where he says, I thought about it at the time. I didn't think I misplayed the whole, but after further post-event discussion with a card mate and an apology from the TD, I definitely did, as in played the whole wrong. <laughs> then he says, Zach Arlinghouse is the Astero Open, presented by Fiction Gloves, supported by Innova Champion. Champion. Uh, so uh, again, what an uh, <laughs> awkward and, and obviously disappointing and yeah. frustrating. I mean, there's probably a million emotions, and I can't imagine what he and he and and Zach and everyone else is probably going through. The tournament directors, uh, anyone else that misplayed at some point during the event, as he alluded to, uh, certainly an unfortunate situation for it to just kind of be this awkward. And the fact that we're seeing, you know, I'm seeing this post, and to see a tournament, for lack of a better term, reversed or mm-hmm. or you know, adjusted after it was all said and
0: done. You don't see it very often, you, not in yeah. the A-tiers and things. Yeah, that, that's kind of my point is
2: this stuff like this has happened, but it's very, very rare. And then, like you said, at an A-tier level. So uh, I hope everyone, uh, <laughs> you could definitely say there's there were some lessons learned, and I don't mean that in any kind of a, a negative tone. Clearly, uh, everyone learned some lessons here. Um, whether you're on the good or bad end of one or whatever, certainly some lessons learned. So interesting to note is what I would say in seeing that today. I mean, I I can't imagine. I mean, Charlie starts by saying, well, there's no way to say this that makes it any easier. And he goes on to say I didn't play a hole correctly this weekend, which is in the end 100% my fault.
0: It's got to be gut-wrenching. Thinking you had your first a tier win, which exactly. is what he's looking for. And exactly. Then to, and That's, then I don't want to say to have it taken away, but it kind of was. Even if he does admit fault on his side, uh, just to think like there there was a time. I mean, at least now he knows what it feels like to win an a tier. He might yeah. not. He might not have it, but <laughs> yeah, at least so. he knows what it feels like to win.
2: There you go. Schwebby does make the clarification on the board and says three ninety-two is now his win count. That, so that's as you, what you said, I Johnny, but uh okay. it's, it looks like I don't know, it's not it's not PDG official in my book if I can't see the P D G. Uh Sam Martin asked a question and said, I know I keep asking, but does DiscMania own the name Crush own the name
0: Crush? Crush Boys, or is that open to be reused? That's open to be reused because Crush Boys, I believe, was never any sort of uh, like patented or mark. I mean, they marketed, but I think that was more of a a social like, moniker of, yeah. the, of the of those of those two.
2: Now, uh, again, and that's just your assumption. My assumption is the same that I don't think they would have trademarked that. Uh, obviously, a few minutes of looking, we could probably find if it had been or not. Uh, somebody else, I know, I've seen a few other people make comments about the Smash Brothers. And I feel like that, <laughs> that's far more protected, probably, yeah, in some Mario
0: uh, capacity. Don't go with Super Smash Bros. or something yeah, weird like that. Um, I don't know if that's your, your way of trying to get around, calling them Crush Boys. but Well, in Simon's video, he asked uh, in his comments, what can we call ourselves? Mm. Should we?" Because it felt like they wanted to get away from... Crush boys, crush boys, probably for a new Um, beginning
2: and everything else. And
0: they're older now. They don't feel like they're boys anymore. They're more men. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Boys to men, maybe. Yeah, that I don't think that's been used. Never. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) We've come to the end of the road. And so I think uh, eagle Throat gyro guys. Okay, uh, didn't stick with me personally. I mean, but. I mean, if you're looking at it wrong, we'll look like the, the
2: halal guys. Uh, yeah, that's, like what, Euro
0: guys. that's what everyone was saying. It's not look like you're you know, like hero yeah. guys. But anyway, I'm sure we'll come up with something soon to figure out uh, what we're going to moniker those two as uh, if, yeah. if I'm going to just call to them
2: totes and adorbs, totes adorbs. I like it. Uh, big, big news and excitement uh, that I guess I have a little more closer tied to. Hi, Thailand? <laughs> I do. Uh Latitude sixty-four graciously stepped up to be the presenting sponsor of our Samui swine that's taking place in just a couple of weeks. And there's always a challenge. I we will beat this to death until it changes. That getting dis onto the island is one of the biggest obstacles uh just because tariffs and in import taxes and all this other stuff. So they're it, driving Can there. be insane. Latitude built a lego submarine and ascending <laughs> nice now no, uh, no. Uh, latitude has worked with us and i believe somewhere in the neighborhood of 250 discs showing up in samui uh on the island of samui that are either uh samui uh swine stamped custom discs or and or uh Mainam, you know, Samui disc golf stamp disc. So they're arriving. They're going to be part of the players pack and part of the overall experience and, and also some souvenir discs that can be bought. This shouldn't be such big news, and it wouldn't be if it weren't such uh, a, a big hill to climb and such a big mm-hmm. challenge. So I want to say yet again, and I'll say it a lot of times, big shout out and big thanks to Latitude 64 working with us, supporting the event. Uh, we're looking forward to an incredible event. I know I talked last weekend about how we had to expand the registration to fit in more uh, people during the pro uh, the pro version of the weekend. Mm -hmm. So big, big thing. And more people are signing up, which has been very cool to see. So huge, huge. Thank you to latitude 64 and looking forward to seeing all the players and competitors uh, there
0: on the Island. Uh, Something that was announced by the PDGA last Wednesday was Doug Bjerkes being named the PDGA executive director. Yes. It, was, it happened right after our podcast. PDGA? You know better than that. Come on. Um, but Doug has made a few rounds, I think, on some of the podcasts, just chatting with some people. And uh, it was one of our predictions that we thought he – there was, you know, him. Uh, there was a few other people in the PDGA that I felt could have uh, possibly fulfilled the role. And we knew the PDGA was looking inward. So Doug Bjerkes comes in and is named the PDGA executive director. I don't know. Honestly, I'll have to take a look if what that means for the current position he was in. uh, If someone is stepping up immediately to fulfill that. But yeah, that's a uh, we have a new executive director, which is funny because I kind of feel like had it been. uh, And before Doug was announced, I know I had publicly gone out and said "I, I would love to see them possibly look. Outward of the PDGA, which they chose not to, and that's totally within their rights and, and fine. Uh, but had you brought in some from the outside, I feel like there could have been a little bit more overlap with Joe Chargoloff as far as job duties and how you do the job. I feel like with Doug, he can probably just step right in. Practically, he doesn't necessarily need the the handholding from Joe that may have been required for a different candidate. So. Joe can just, you know, kick his feet up now and mm-hmm. throw in some board shorts and just be done. <laughs> uh, yeah, congratulations,
2: uh, Doug Bjerkes. I know one of the questions that got talked about was, you know, when Doug uh, was leaving the PDGA, or, excuse me, leaving, dis, uh, yeah, Dynamic Disc let's spit it out when he was leaving there was that kind of with the predetermined notion or idea that executive director would be a role that he would then, um, you know, be looking to at the PDJ. And when he left, that was not necessarily the case. I mean, this timeline and evolution worked out that way, but that wasn't, you know, the, the exclusive intention or anything, uh, in terms of his leaving. I think I, which I thought was a very fair question to ask. Um, but Mm -hmm. yeah, uh, Great guy, obviously. We could go on and on for hours about him. Um, very well-deserved. Thank you to Joe, Chargloff, and everything you've done, and Doug will be uh, stepping into that role next. Uh, another thing, the announcement, we just missed by a few hours, literally, last week. Allie Smith uh, was giving kind of a, a local, private release as to who her new sponsor was last week at during our podcast hour, I think. Mm-hmm. Right? Did we announce think- it? I think it, that was two weeks ago. Was that ago. two weeks ago? It was
0: two weeks ago. But, uh, you, Al- but you can talk about it.
2: Yeah. Allie Smith, uh, I'm, I'm seeing her also on the Grip Team Grip EQ. Um, but Allie Smith, uh, exciting to see that she has landed herself a new sponsor. She's with ThoughtSpace. and uh, Infinite. So congratulations to her. Um, best of luck. Big shout out. I know a regular smashy in Jordan Castro, I think uh celebrating some birthday action. A, a big round recently. number. Right? Yeah, thirty. Wow. Oh, we just doxed him. Sorry. Mm, sorry. No, uh happy birthday to you, Jordan he Castro. He doesn't feel like he should be thirty. No, well, cause I met Jordan in twenty fourteen at the uh Minnesota amateur yeah. championships. Which
0: would have made him twenty. Which was 19, 20, uh 21. Which
2: yeah, it was May of twenty fourteen. And it was one of our very early Smashbox yep. uh, broadcasts again. Uh, that was the first year we were broadcasting, and in doing so, we wanted to go over there and uh, kind of get some more reps in, so to speak. So we filmed live the um, Minnesota Amateur Championships. That's where I first had met uh, Jordan Castro. A couple months later, uh saw Jordan performing well, and he was in the top four and finish there in terms of the AM Worlds in Minnesota which we also broadcast a little bit live <laughs> as well so uh happy birthday to you Jordan Castro I'll be probably seeing him this weekend uh something else I saw that was of note uh the Swedish disc golf pro tour made a note of uh or an, excuse me an announcement of a media uh partnership with gatekeeper media so best of luck to them we'll see what that's going to uh, provide to us the rest of the world in terms of more coverage of the Swedish Disc Golf Pro Tour and Gatekeeper Media. I'm trying to think of anything else that we've been seeing kind of hitting
0: hitting the airwaves, Johnny. You got anything else that you've been thinking of? No, I thought I saw that the PDG or the DGBT was opening up their registration this week for the first wave of events, but um, I haven't been able to see anything on the PDGA site yet.
2: Uh, for. Oh, no, I w- what you might be thinking of is uh, at least there's an opportunity for spectator passes. Oh, was it spectator, spectator tickets? Spectator passes mm. through the first, like, third-ish of the yeah. year. I think that's what we're seeing is that those have been released. I don't think about actual sign-ups. Um, another
0: quick shout-out. Well, I would really, uh, on a personal note, get that registration up start making those events i need those pdga ids yeah, yeah. for skipping for johnny for me again i did say it was personal i did say <laughs> i i need to start getting that stuff taken care of and TikTok, TikTok, tock we're we're a month away from uh all-star break here so just a little over a month till our first event let's get those pdga registrations up and running
2: yes johnny has fantasy disc golf to run here people uh, so get, get your em? stuff together
0: so i got stuff i got to take care of
2: <laughs> uh speaking of taking care of stuff steve dodge Has a new podcast. He's already changed formats. I know. I'm reading it right now. He says, little new format. I was getting bored with the other one. It had been a whole two days. Let me know if you like this better. I feel a touch more free to be me. I don't know if there's any free touches with that guy. I've been there. He charges for him? I've been there, done that. Uh, Steve Dodge trying to give you a daily disc golf podcast. He... I talked to him about this idea a few m- months ago. Um, it sounded very... Uh, not aggressive. Uh, not adventurous. What's the word I'm looking for? A um, uh, lot of work, a lot of effort. Very... Uh, starts with an A. Uh, ambitious? Ambitious. Thank you. Wow. It's been a long night. Start, sounds yeah, you very screwed ambitious. up a lot of words now. I did. I struggled. You screwed
0: up Smashbox.
2: <laughs> 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 you couldn't spit out smashbox tattoo <laughs> i'm here i'm new here okay uh steve dodge with a very ambitious idea uh-huh. for his podcast i, I like it it kind of gives you this like daily breakdown uh, a couple different topics that will then cycle week after week so on mondays you would typically get this topic on tuesdays you may get that topic so on and so forth i wants to give it to you all in like 10 minutes or less i believe is kind of the idea i listened to one the other day uh just yesterday um, yeah, I like the idea. I think just that it's going to be very ambitious to try and stay on top of that. If it was your full time job, like exclusively, I i could see how that you could make that work. It's going to be a lot of work. And, uh, Steve Dodge trying some more new stuff. So, best well, of the, luck. It's the same thing we do. Nice, short, <laughs> concise, concise bites uh, of information. Daily. Yeah. Okay. Or, or none of that. So, um, Again, best of luck to him and the rest
0: of the crew. Sam Martin says, JVD, with the PDGA buying Stat Mando, are you worried about the PDGA locking down stats and blocking you for Skip Ace? I remember like 15 years ago, the MLB trying. Um, No, I'm not. Uh, The guys guys and girls at the PDGA are very open with a lot of their stats. I think they're trying to uh, have... uh, I think they're trying to be very thorough with their stat collection. So I'm really actually more excited with the PDGA and StatMando that I might be able to get access to some additional stuff that I wasn't able to get access to before in the future. Not not this year, and maybe not even next year, but I am really excited. Uh, I've been working with my developer on SkipAce daily, quite literally daily. Today he handed off like the first big update of two that should come out um with live scoring so I'm, I'm able to tie into the pdga with live scoring uh for the format that we currently have and i'm working on we're working on a new format that we hope to have done in the next two weeks so we can open up registrations for everybody um by f- very early february that's that's the goal assuming that the pdga and the dgpt put the events on the pdga site are you waiting on that they're definitely worried about. I know they're totally worried your about me. Needs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're out, they're they're out there on disc golf scene right now. Nobody has registered. Nobody has signed up yet. Um, they're just not in the PDGAs yet. So I'm. I, I mean, I'd love it if they were because I could get some stuff done. But I understand that they're not. Maybe they're busy. <laughs> I don't know. Come on, guys, get your work done for Johnny. Come on. <laughs>
2: um uh Nina Guerrero who I mentioned earlier uh you had mentioned actually finishing um in the uh, top few spots at mm-hmm. Savannah Open I believe she also has a new sponsorship in being with Gateway Disc. so I want to throw that out there and get that mentioned in there since we were just talking about her uh, a few moments ago prediction for Shelly Sharp is the question or comment coming in from Parker Welk who's on the board Parker mm-hmm. says AB said I never beat him in Arizona again. So as some Mm. of you noticed, Parker Welk, your champ at the big arm challenge, bigger arm than (laughs) AB, big arm challenge champion, Parker Welk. Sounds like he's got a little beef with one Anthony Barella or Barella making a big claim on his home turf. And we're going to see how that's going to work out this weekend. Uh, As
0: of our last conversation... Well, Parker Welk is the fifth highest-rated player. Didn't matter at Big Arm. I know. I'm just saying. I'm just. I'm laying it out there. Barella's first, then Cale, uh, Andrew Marwee, Drew Gibson, Parker Welk. So, interestingly
2: enough, the top four competitors in this weekend's field at the Shelly Sharp, also all four previous champions of this Ooh. event, also likely a first-round feature card. For who, Terry? I don't know. I was thinking about filming. Really? Were you? <laughs> yes. Uh, look for Shelly Sharp might film. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, might edit later. Uh, yeah, Shelly Sharp coming up this weekend. Uh, looking forward to uh, getting out there, getting the footage. Going to try and turn that around next day. We're also going to film, and may or may not turn on quite next day, but very short, shortly after filming some FPO action. And I'm excited. Oh, that's a new
0: addition. Yeah. Yeah, Owen Scoggins, Jennifer Allen are the two top rated FPL players. And we have heard literally nothing about Owen Scoggins all offseason. And I, I don't believe she's changing sponsors or she has changed sponsors. I think we know that Innova tends to do one year sponsorship agreements. Mm. At least that's the way it's been in the past with most of their players. Sure. Yep. Um, so I, I believe that's. If I were to take a guess, I would guess that Owen is on a recurring one-year sponsorship. Um, she is the the, the second highest-rated FPL player in the world. I'd have to take a look if she's still that. I think uh, uh, Kristen Tatar is first, and Owen is second at 982 right now. Dang. Um, so we're going to get a chance to see her debut. And let her uh, knock some rust off and... You know, miss that first 28-footer and then can the next 27 of them in a row. Uh, I doubt she'll miss the first one. I I thought maybe she had a little rust on her. (laughs) We'll see. But uh, Owen Scoggins uh, has just
2: registered or uh, gotten into the event in the last few days because I do remember I've been kind of keeping a close eye on the registration list uh, for the event, which has like 100 people deep on the waiting list uh, or something of that nature. But... Uh, excited to see uh, the competition stiffen up a little bit there on the FBO side. And again, looking forward to a great battle on the MPO side. So Parker walked
0: asked for a prediction. He asked for a prediction? Yeah. I mean. So I'm going to go out on a limb. And I'm going to take Andrew Marweed for the win. Okay. I mean, I I think it's rude to say anyone
2: but Parker because he's the one listening <laughs> Well that's why I, I love said you, it Parker. <laughs> <laughs> uh honestly yeah I mean if any of those Three. top
0: five guys won, it it's not shocking. Yeah, clearly. You know, Barella, LaVisca, Marwi, Gibson, Connor, Welk.
2: Rocks uh, from Arizona. It plays very well. Yes, he does. Um, you know, has has bust onto the scene in the last couple of years in terms of like regularly saying his name when you are out there. I filmed Andrew Miranda during the Big Arm Challenge. He struggled there, but clearly a solid player. Uh, also, I mean, it, yeah, it's going to be. It should be a good battle, no matter how you cut it. So, uh, MP40 field, uh, I think Pete Uliberry is your top contender, Jeremy Mount, who's on tour, uh, and playing quite a bit this year. He's talked about it, uh, pl- uh, traveling around, uh, Andrew Bohm, uh, again, another solid player along with Jeff Wilson. So yeah, looking forward to it, um, should be a good weekend overall and we'll see how it goes. Um, uh quick note I was uh, welcomed I think that's a fair word I was welcomed on the Six-Sided Disc podcast uh, had a great conversation oh. with Greg I don't know recently Never heard of that Yeah uh, I've done some work with him in some advertising when I covered an event a few years ago, he wanted to step up. Uh, we They originally were kind of focused on making mystery boxes and doing all this other really cool stuff when they came into the scene a couple years ago. Now he's taking a more full-blown approach to it, uh, obviously filling out his website in terms of uh, offerings for discs, but then creating some content on YouTube. He's continuing to grow and then also making a podcast. I think that's going to be out uh, sometime in the next couple of weeks. Uh, but we had a really good conversation. So I wanted to say thank you again to Greg. And then last week, <laughs> I don't, I don't know if it's out yet. To be honest with you, last week I was a guest on the Shanked podcast, uh, or Hanging Loose with. Oh, I'm sorry, along with Spicy yes. Boy and Shanked. Uh, Hanging Loose is their uh, podcast. I don't know if I should be offended because it, it's by A.M.s four A.M.s, and then they had me on. Well. I don't even care if my rating. They know where like your level is these days. Uh, but nonetheless, I was on their podcast, and uh, I I don't know what their release schedule looks like as well. But I wanted to say thank you to the guys over at Hanging Loose. I think they're seven or eight podcasts, and they had Jeremy London on um, just last week as well. And that's the that's the latest one that's out. And then I think mine will probably where I'm on will probably drop in the next day or two
0: that's a great get as we said I think we talked about it last week that he was on that podcast Jeremy London so I'm excited yeah so, so another another disc golf podcast to check out I think it was Bobby
2: Brown that uh, made a post recently talking about how he counted like 45 or something and then he disc stopped golf podcasts that are out there yeah. yeah so continue to grow there's plenty of room for plenty of different uh, angles and ways to go about it so get on it that's your thing
0: yeah that's your thing
2: is there going to be a are we going to see a revival uh or a resurgence of the uh fantasy disc golf podcast of sorts or what's what's you plan there?
0: I would like to. I know I started out nice hot and heavy last year, and I let it tail off once the season got going and i and my job for the pro tour started kicking in more um this year, I'm only doing probably two maybe three pro tour events. As far as switching, as far as I know, so I think I'll have a little bit more time to dedicate to doing the podcast uh for fantasy disc golf. Just kind of summarizing points and I'll having a new league structure is going to be a little bit different. It'll be a little bit more fun. Last year I, I had quite a few I would go back and look, and we'll see how it how it looks this year and if any if I find a co host or anyone that wants to join me or anyone that wants to do it instead of me. I don't care. I ain't that way. Um, but no, I'm, 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 I'm excited. I'm, I'm hoping to be able to to delve back into the skip ace fantasy podcast. So
2: wait, I think that's about all that I got here, Johnny. Yeah. I'm sure there's gonna be like six things I'll think of, uh, that I, oh, I yeah. maybe wanted to talk about that now I've completely did, forgotten about, but I think that's about it for me. Did you get to watch the Packer game? Uh, not really. I guess would be the short answer. This oh. weekend, uh, very jam-packed, uh, especially on Sunday when it came to a uh, basically an all-day volleyball tournament for my mm. oldest daughter, and then uh, left that actually just a tad early to go to the state competition for uh, com- competitive cheerleading uh, for my other daughter, and so... <laughs> Sunday was pretty much consumed by that. I did get the last few minutes of the game when things were pretty much obviously all oh. all, all locked up. <laughs> it was all locked up way earlier exactly. than that. Exactly. <laughs> so I did listen to some yeah. of it in the car while I was driving to these events, but uh, I saw very, very little. I think I saw the last uh, few minutes of the game, which uh, clearly didn't matter much. But no. yeah, uh, obviously a huge upset uh, in terms of the Packers taking down uh, the Dallas Cowboys this weekend. And lots of fun. and. Wisconsin going crazy over that. It was a great
0: day for Wisconsin sports. Uh, the Bucks, uh hit a game winner from, mm. like, looked like 10 feet behind the three-point line <laughs> to beat, ah, oh, crap, was it the Kings? I think it was the Kings. Um, the whole crowd at the arena was chanting go pack go at the bucks mm-hmm. arena so it was just in general a really a really good thing and we're going to go into san francisco and probably get our butts kicked but we i assumed we were probably going to lose against dallas the way they were playing so i'm 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 hopeful but realistic Okay. Well, we'll see how it goes. Uh, We'll see if that train keeps rolling. Cody is on the
2: board. uh, And if you guys don't have any more questions, well, if you do have any more, uh, put them up there quickly here for us and we can address them. But Cody's on the board saying, have they talked about Dutch yet? Absolutely. Yeah, we had almost an hour conversation with Uh, Dutch. Yeah, we had Dutch uh, just as a quick timestamp. I feel like it was about an hour and 15 minutes into the overall show. We had Eagle for the first hour and 15 minutes and then uh, we had Dutch join us. Uh, at that point. And then he was on with us for 45 minutes to an hour. It was a or so. Dutch sandwich. Yes. Uh, I don't yeah. know where I want to go with that. You shouldn't. Uh, I like talking enough. I'd like to try my hand at running a vlog of my favorite sport.
0: Says Bradley Burke.
2: Yeah, Bradley. Yeah, go for it. Start up a vlog. No reason not to, uh, coming in from Australia, Luke Turnbull. who I'm looking forward to seeing also in, in, uh, Thailand in a few weeks says any news about the return of the Aussie open timed to align with the whiff team world championships mm-hmm. in Perth, Australia. I, I believe I saw this earlier that it feels like it, most of November into December. Like if you're ever going to go to Australia for some disc golf next, like November, December timeframe, frame sounds like you have a plethora of exciting things to partake in and Australia is going to be hosting some great disc golf stuff. So Luke, I think that's what you were fishing for, right? <laughs> I, tell me if I got it wrong, but I th- I think that's what you were uh, talking about, which is pretty exciting for sure. Uh, I can certainly recommend time in Australia, time in Australia with Luke and Kinga. That's, that's just priceless. So if, if somehow you got that lucky, you, you better be going.
0: Well, everyone else better be going to com yes. slash SmashboxTV, where you can sign up to be a Patreon supporter of the podcast if you really enjoy the thorough interviews that we do with the likes of Eagle McMahon, Dutch Napier, Gannon Burr. We get things out of these guys that nobody else does. Maybe nobody else wants them, but it doesn't matter. We get them anyway. We get them anyway. Um, you can be... A supporter of Smashbox TV, for as little as a dollar a month, you can be eligible for our weekly giveaways. This week, we have 138 people eligible for our giveaway, Terry. Terry Miller, what number?
2: We had three guests, so I think the- we have to pick the third number here in the list. I've sorted them by email address. Oh,
0: that feels like such a, uh, a default for you. And it, well, it's easiest. Default is usually email or first name.
2: Okay, I mean... I switch you back want to be off. a basic bitch like that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I do by uh, by support Ooh, by support amount. Okay, okay. It's well, just easy, no, though. That's how it's I mean, I can tonight. I can resort. No, them. Don't. I right. don't. I don't. I don't right. want to put you out. <laughs> Our first number was one thirty two. Our second number is seven. Our third higher than that, and final number is one thirty two. I think the first one was one twenty two, or or I just missaw it. Maybe it was 122. Oh, I don't know. I, don't know. I, I hit it pretty fast. But 132 is the number. 132. All right. So that's at the very bottom. Will Marsh. Will, will Marsh. Marsh. I didn't have to scroll at all because it was already at the bottom. So congratulations, Will. You've been a Patreon supporter for, it looks like, about 22 months. So thank you very much, Will. We will, uh, I'll, I'll give you that. Uh, I'll give that information to Terry and he'll get he'll reach out to you. And you were correct. It was 132 twice. Wow. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, got to feel terrible if you were one that would have been 130 or Oh no, you you feel good cuz it yeah. was you. Well, it, it was 132. You, you were like ah, you lost ah, it and then you uh, came back. But, but it, Will
0: Marsh, it was definitely your night. It's to win. Yeah. Like uh, That's crazy. Rand, random.org wanted you to win. It certainly did. Uh, wh- okay, I thought that? it was 132 one. Yeah, you were right. I, seven, I confirmed. I was
2: wrong. You were right. I didn't get a good look. Yeah. So thank you so much to Will. All right. Freddie says, good show. I mean, I, I don't know if I can, I don't think we can fish for a bigger compliment than that. It's a good show. We'll take it. So thank you, Freddie. Thank you to everyone that joined. Again, I know there were some of you that were new, that have never seen our show before. Uh, some of you haven't been here in a while, and you decide to check back, and you're still here with we're, us. <laughs>
0: we're still here.
2: We're still here. 489 episodes later next week i'll i want to throw this out there next week i think i will just about be landing in singapore during our showtime, which means i won't be available because i'll probably be a maybe either on the runway or not quite landed mm. in singapore johnny you're going to be talking to a uh intern ben i believe Yep. From uh, the Disc Golf, uh, Northeast Disc Golf Expo. He's He'll be at least one of your guests. You might have more than him, but I know he is slated to talk about the Northeast Disc Golf Expo. And he's
0: not our intern. No, he is not. He is uh,
2: over at Staggered Stands. and Although I know he got... can
0: be. Well, I'm not paying him, but he <laughs> could be.
2: Yeah. I mean, now that he's got promoted over there, now he could be
0: intern here. That's right. We need the help. Right. We need a lot of help.
2: Hey, if you like to chop up podcasts and uh, you'd like to <laughs> chop up and make a little shorter uh, media clips, uh, we could also talk. Uh, maybe we, we genuinely could use an intern or a little help in that capacity. So if that sounds like something you'd be interested in doing, uh, don't hesitate to send me a message. Uh, we'd love to talk to you about it. All right, folks. Thank you, thank you, and thank you for joining. Um, the next few weeks will be a little crazy. Like I said, next week I'm not likely going to be on the show The one or two or maybe even three weeks after that, I will do my best to probably join. It'll be seven or eight in the morning in Thailand. Mm, Just what you love. Just what I don't love. So uh, we'll see how that goes, and we'll have those conversations uh, as we get a little bit closer. But hopefully I'll be here, and hopefully I'll be able to give you some uh, Southeast Asia insight uh, from there on location. I've done that in previous years, so looking forward to it. Episode 49's After Show, yet again, congratulations to all of the new sponsorship alignments, both for the teams, the players, the caddies, the sponsors, the supporters, the loved ones, the families. Um, it's, it's all pretty exciting time, and 2024 season's just a few weeks away from really getting fully kicked out and off. For Johnny V, I'm the Disc Golf Guy. That's 49's After Show. We'll see you next week. You step inside the Smashbox.